Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves! I'm so excited to be here with my favorite guest, of course, Connie from sunny Florida. Hi, everyone! (laughs) Today, we are going to talk about a request from so many of our audience of things that they could use help with when it comes to finding the right person. So we're going to talk today about dating etiquettes on the first date and how to get you from date one, two, to three, and the fifth is the golden date, I always say, that leads you to more. (laughs) Yeah, and although it might seem simple, it's actually more harder than what you think. And obviously, us being in the world that we are, we hear it every single day how many people can often mess up on that first date. So we're kind of going to go over the things that may seem simple that people seem to forget about. So true. So one of the things that I always say in every area, so this applies to all things, but is to think before you speak. I think we're all so quick to give answers and we live in a fast-paced world today. So when someone asks us a question, we want to just spit out whatever comes to our mind, right? (laughs) Like just answer. Um, that I think that if we took just an extra half a second, two seconds, whatever, without it being weird or awkward, (laughs) is to think before we speak so we don't come across either, you know, just... Yeah, like too direct or just unthoughtful, like you don't care. Or heartless (laughs) or some of the things we hear that sometimes people say that they really don't mean. Because especially when it comes to your first day, I mean... There is is, a lot of pressure. Yeah, it's all about first impressions. And so um, I think that that's one thing that if you're somebody that really answers quickly and you're somebody that then always says, oh, I wish I didn't say that or I thought I wish I said something different, then practice. Practice makes perfection. (laughs) on everything a lot of times sometimes people need practice dates you know like whatever it is but if you want to be really good at getting the right one you have to be at your best right yeah I absolutely agree and I feel like we're taught from what how old are we two three you're taught to think before you speak but sometimes we forget about it so and especially on a first date so definitely process what's about to come out of your mouth and especially when the other person is kind of analyzing what is coming out of your mouth so yeah and I think you know to even you know go a little bit even further in that is if you're practicing what you're going to speak about I think kind of going into a date because sometimes people are nervous and sometimes people don't know what to talk about and you know you've got a million and one questions and of course in our world coming from our industry you shouldn't have to ask a bazillion of one questions because we've already asked them but um, you know we always say talk about your passion talking about things that are super important to you is I think going in with also the the bullet points in your mind of things you want to talk about so like maybe you want to ask them a little bit more about their career but don't spend the entire day talking about their career you know yeah I mean? otherwise or- you seem way too work-minded so if you do go in with a 
um, a couple of questions remember to keep it short and sweet but also intriguing so if you are going to talk about work keep it exciting and not then turn it into a business meeting which is often feedback that we get <laughs> yes and if they have kids then talk about kids but yeah. don't spend the entire day talking about your kids you know yeah. I mean you definitely want to talk about your interests but so I think sometimes people just go in the date all on as Connie would say the feels <laughs> <laughs> and not really with a plan of really how they want it to progress but also not have it you know just go off on things and tangents that you're not really thinking before you're speaking and sometimes things get ugly or dark or whatever <laughs> before you want them to right yeah absolutely I agree completely and I think that obviously you do want to go in with that plan but not too hard of a plan that then you seem so structured that you can't go off topic there's it's all about balance and I think there's so much about practicing what you're going to say but also not being completely to the plan and saying at 7 p.m I have to talk about my children and at 8 p.m I have to talk about something else like definitely don't be that strict but just go in with an idea of what you're going to speak about so it doesn't go on those bad tangents that Renee was kind of speaking about yeah and I think like and I'm just going off uh, just date feedback from earlier this morning of a client that was telling us how you know they just don't understand why they didn't get to maybe the second date and Honestly, it was so minute and it was so minimal, but it was such a big deal. And our job is to try to convince people while people are nervous and things like that. But if you're out there on your own and you don't have that, um, one of the comments was made about um, somebody's schedule. So the person was trying to make plans to see them the second day. And they were going on with this laundry list of all the things and the kid's schedule and then this person and that that it literally blew our client's mind to be like, okay, clearly they don't have time, which that's not how it was meant to come across. Um, so again, there's a perfect example of like, think before you speak, because if you're truly on a date with somebody that you want to see again, think through how and when that person can see you again, instead of like all the behind the scenes, like stuff in your closet that no one really needs to see on the first date, right? Yeah, we always say, and it, we might have also touched base on this in our last, in one of our um, podcasts prior about communication, but there is absolutely no need to tell everyone everything on the first date. You can sugarcoat things a little bit. Um, obviously when it gets further down the line, we've already done a lot of the inside digger, uh, deeper digging. Um, so you definitely don't need to share everything and anything on that first date and kind of wait until that fifth date. <laughs> right. And if you do have a lot of, you know, scenarios that are not the normal that are happening to you right in the moment, maybe it's not a good time to accept in a date, a date, but if you already have, let's just, you know, compartmentalize, put those things aside and be present in the moment of who you are in this day but also in the future because I think a lot of people get distracted by just the stuff in life and then they overanalyze that which is one of the other topics we'll talk about but I think yeah. you know in that yeah, sense no. of it just I hope we've made a point of you know think before you speak and and understand that the people I always say the ones that you know get the second or third day it's because they've really thought about what they've said too so yeah, and just being present and making sure you're aware of what's coming out of your mouth but also yeah Renee's was on point by saying to be present you don't need to talk about all the other dramas that are going on in your life <laughs> at that moment <laughs> right and I we kind of on that too I mean I'm just kind of jumping around but um never swear on a date 
I can't tell you. It doesn't happen all the time. And obviously, us being a Christian matchmaker, it blows my mind when I even hear that. Um, I don't know if sometimes people just have, like, that nervous twitch or something. (laughs) I don't know what it is. But, I mean, definitely be on your best behaviors um, as far as etiquettes go and things like that that we're really talking about on this topic. So if, you know, you need to come up with a different word to use that's not that, you know, terrible letter word, you know, then... um, Whatever it is, come up with something that if you just have a tendency to do that, but I mean, <laughs> swearing should just not even really be in your repertoire of Yeah, words. it's ugly, and um, if you choose to do it, choose to do it in your own time, not on a first date, especially because it just looks like you're very unclassy and just not well-mannered at all, um, and I know that we're going to jump on to also manners, you shall please and thank yous. Also, another topic that we have been taught since we were children, majority of us anyway, that you need to say your please and thank yous. It's not hard. Um, Also, how you treat a waitress or a waiter on the first date is very key on how the other person, you know, feels about you. And if you're disrespectful to a waitress, it means that you're probably disrespectful in your day-to-day life too. So true. Yes, I absolutely agree on that. I think so many times people just, especially when we get into the world of, of like our clients and everything else, They, a lot of our, I don't mean to just say male or female clients, they're just so appreciative when a woman thanked them for the date. It's amazing how a lot of our male clients who were super traditional, so I'm always like, let a man pay for the date, but also be appreciative because so many people aren't. Um, So I totally agree with the please and thank you thing, for sure. Yeah, just simple manners, uh, very important. Which also tie into, you know, how you eat on a date. Um, You know, I mean, there's sometimes that feedback where we get that, you know, and maybe they were just excited and that's what somebody will say, but they chew with their mouth open, um, you know, just excuse yourself and say, sorry, I just, stuck, like, make it cute, like, sorry, I wanted to answer your question, but I just stuck something in my mouth, but, I mean, those are all things that, you know, once you get more comfortable with someone, people don't really, it's not as big of a deal, but, yeah. like, when you're on a first impression, all of those little details, when we get date feedback and we're like, why didn't it work out, and somebody said, well, the spark wasn't there, okay, well, can you give us a little bit more? And then it's usually, well, maybe they didn't like the cologne, the smell of the cologne, or maybe they did this. But then sometimes it boils down to table manners, and we're like, okay, well, I mean, do you really throw someone out because of that? Because that is something that could be corrected, that maybe they were just never taught that. But, you know, I mean, again, first impressions, all of those things lead to that spark. So if you don't have good table manners, or, you know, you don't think to put the napkin on your lap, and you don't think about, you know, wiping your face. Like, just, I mean, this sounds insane, right? But, like, the littlest details do make a difference when it comes to these, you know, dating etiquettes that we're talking about. Um, as well as, like, some people know this, some people don't. I've learned it in, you know, being around, I guess, the lifestyle or world that we're in that I think there's nothing more attractive when a man stands up. I feel like maybe I've even said this on another podcast, but... Um, when a man stands up, when a woman stands, you know, it's just something that if people don't know that, that is so classy and just respectful. Um, so I don't, I know we're talking about eating, but those are all. Yeah. I mean, table manners. Table manners. (laughs) Table manners are very important. And also, uh, men pulling out a chair for a woman or walking her to her car at the end of the day. Some people were just like, well, you know, I wanted to, didn't want to push the boundaries. I didn't want to walk her to a car. We're 
we understand, but it's also very polite to make sure that happens and to make sure that she's safe and it's caring. Um, and yeah, I've never had a woman say, I was really upset that he walked me to my car. <laughs> you know, maybe they would say it was a little uncomfortable because I really wasn't feeling it. But you know what? If that's the situation, I'd rather still hear that the man walked you to the car. You know, it does take two to feel that spark. So. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I agree with what Renee was saying just about, you know, if there's something on your face, I don't know, like say I'm sorry. Like, also, it's better to address it than us have the feedback of oh yeah she sat there with food on her face like it might be embarrassing but I'd be like oh my goodness I'm so sorry like yeah like Renee said I I talked with my mouth full or something like that <laughs> it's better to address it so it's not a deal breaker when it's the feedback to us but also I guess that's the advantage of hiring a matchmaker is that you get the feedback of what you can do better and all the little things that we can kind of you know talk over and tell them how amazing that you are and a small mistake like that um, shouldn't matter but that's why we're giving all the tips today to try to prevent it from happening more all the little please and thank yous right um, and I think something that we get constantly right before dates is always what do we wear mm-hmm. you know like should we do this should we do that um, I always say you know look feel and be your best um, there are times sometimes you get feedback where someone just showed up in like shorts t-shirt and you know shorts which it depends on what your date's on true so before Renee says that no one wants you to turn up in a suit when you're going to mini golf or to top golf <laughs> so dress accordingly right exactly so I think that you know it's it's just one of those things that like if you feel great and you look great and you feel confident that brings to the next level of that will appear on your day too of how you are yeah I absolutely agree and it seems so simple like or even if you ask us for example for advice of what you should wear or things like that um still make it be you um if we tell you to wear a dress that is for a woman a dress that's sparkly and you hate sparkles then probably don't wear that dress (laughs) you know make sure it's still you and that you're representing the best version of yourself and also, it's just like little things, like making sure your breath is minty before you go on a date, or um, making sure that your hair's done, and the little things that just, basically, you're just trying to present the best version of you, and also be that best version of you. Just like if you've worked out, don't work out and then go on a date. That's <laughs> that's not what you want to do. Just make sure that you're clean, smell good, and look the Perse- part. Yeah, look the part, basically. <laughs> you're on a date. You're on a first date, right? Yeah, and first dates are sometimes harsh because it, it may be judging for all of the small little things. Um, but it's definitely also important to, you know, not overanalyze those things. But also remember that people are kind of nitpicking a little bit on that first date. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, another thing that we get sometimes is, you know, we interview for personalities and compatibility in that department. And, you know, you obviously want somebody that is similar or like your personality because you will understand just the certain energies of like the way you smile, the way that you act, the way that you react. And I always tell everybody, like, don't forget to smile, be fun, don't overanalyze and don't judge, (laughs) you know, like everybody is so quick to take the date either so serious that they forget the fun part of why they're there in the first place because in the first two seconds maybe they didn't have that like oh my gosh I find you so attractive and I think some of the most beautiful relationships are the ones that took the time to grow their relationship 
and really get to know one another. And a lot of that has to do if somebody's smiling at you, you'll be smiling back, right? It'll just instantly make you have fun. So even if you're kind of thinking, oh, I don't know if I really like this answer, smile. Because you know what? You'll like the answer. Why? Because people that smile, obviously, are having fun. So I think it's so important that that's like an art that's so simple that people miss and forget about that in their face they just come across is very analytical or judgmental. And that's not what a date is meant to be. A date is meant to be a fun experience and enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, also, smile with those eyes. Don't just smile on your face and put that fake face on. We want you to smile with your eyes. Be the happiest you can be. I know that we've probably touched base on this before too, but also not putting that pressure that you're going to marry someone on the first date. So let that first date, obviously, of course, keep the rules in mind of thinking before you speak, you know, your please and thank yous, things like that. But definitely... Also, yeah, have fun, like Renee said, and just smile and, you know, talk about people say, oh, well, I already knew about her hobbies because you told me them. Okay, yeah, we understand that we've done a lot of the research before you've gotten to that date, but we also talk about, but we also say, talk about the things that make you happy. If fishing makes you happy, um, talk about how you fish, talk about how one day you'd like them to join you and all the little things, but without going too, too much further. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and then, you know, of course, what we're talking about today is obviously to get you to the first date, second, third, and fifth. So a big part of that is communication. So if you're interested in someone, obviously, I always say, ask for their phone number, follow up with them, say it was a great date, I'd love to see you again, and plan the next activity. The thing that a lot of people wait for is like the end, and then they don't know what to do. They freeze up, nobody knows where to go, they're waiting for the feedback, and I'm like, Talk about something when you're you're already like both at some point in the day compatible about something or passionate about maybe an interest and say, let's go do that. Like, what's your schedule like this week? Set the next date on the first date. I don't think enough people do that. And then, or follow up with something that maybe they talked about. Like, let's say, like, I love baseball. So a perfect example is like, you know what? You want to go on a second date? Invite me to some, even if, you know, it's the local farm team or whatever. <laughs> you know, make the effort to say, hey, there's this going on. Or, or say, I have two passes to go to this, this next thing. You want to go with me? Like, and then go home and buy the tickets or whatever, you know, whatever yeah. it is. But um, I think that that is something that people don't do enough is set that next second third date to really see where it could go and evolve past either a dinner date or just a coffee or something like that. And um, the goal I always say is to get to that fifth date. It's like the golden date that then leads you to the seventh date with at that point you can really navigate whether or not you can see a potential future with this person or where it's going. But I think enough people don't give an opportunity for a second or a third date and they judge too fast or too quick in the date yeah no yeah absolutely and I couldn't agree more with what Renee's saying um I'm all about jumping jumping ahead of the gun I think the saying is um you know if you have a good feeling during that date go ahead and ask them on the second date because sometimes what happens is that in those last two minutes where it's awkward you don't know how to say goodbye they walk you to the car and then they think they're only thinking of those last few minutes but if you already have a second date on the on the cards or in the planner 
it's nothing that you need to worry about because you already have that second day. But if you messed up in those last two minutes, then that could sacrifice it's you a, a game second changer, day. right? Yeah. yeah, so I think you also go into the first date with that intention that you're going to be going on a second and third date. I mean, I always say attitude is everything. So if you go in with the right attitude and you go in with the mindset of what the goal is of what you want, especially if it's somebody you're super interested in, then go for it. You know what I mean? Ask for it. It's all in your spirit. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. And, and if you're if you're gonna go on to the date and one thing goes wrong and then your attitude changes because we have plenty of feedback that says, oh, I said something and that attitude changes. Don't don't take it to heart straight out of the bat. Like analyze it after the day. Think through it. Don't change that attitude in the middle of the date because then it's just. You're a Debbie Downer on the date and no one wants to carry on. (laughs) Right. Like positive attitude creates positive results, right? It's like 101 in like self-discovery and health. Um, And I mean, at the end of the day, I always say a judgment is what God's plan is, not ours. So we should never be judgmental of anybody or anything. So keep an open mind. Definitely always be forgiving that people are nervous. And I think all these tips and tools and and definitely listen to our podcast on communication. Yeah, they're all (laughs) That dives a little bit more into this of how um, you can get to that second, third, and fifth date. Um, And we would love to hear your feedback. Um, Any additional questions that you have on this podcast or questions you want us to answer on future um, podcasts, we'd love for you to write in. And of course, I want to hear when you get to that third, fifth, or and seventh date is the goal. (laughs) So we're so excited to spend some time with you. We're going to love and leave you. And we hope you have a wonderful day. XOXO. It's been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.